0: New Year's resolutions can sometimes become cliché, rehashing the same generic goals each year. So today I want to share 10 intentional questions that will help guide your New Year's reset to focus on what really matters this time around. Life as a mom can be really hard, and it can seem like we have... Nothing left to pour out. I'm Tina, and I'm here to tell you that you're not alone. Join me every week as we talk about God's purpose in our marriage and motherhood. Though at times those feelings of inadequacy can be overwhelming, there's so much joy to be had in the ordinary if we just take a few moments to find it. I lost it. A teeny tiny bit this morning, no, I didn't yell, didn't huff and puff, but I made sure that I discussed my displeasure with how the boys treat me to Josh. In front of them, yeah, that'll show them. I made sure to use the word disappointed and let my face show all levels of sadness. I was in the wrong. This is not how I should serve my family. Sure, it would be nice if we would all work together and live selflessly, but that's not going to happen. I know that my response should be serving in love like Christ did. That got me thinking. Last episode, I mentioned that I was cleaning my desk and found random notes. Well, I also read through some notebooks. I came across the 10 questions that our pastor challenged us with when we bid farewell to 2019 and entered 2020. And oh my goodness, we had no idea what was coming. I looked at the answers I had scribbled down then and... I considered how my answers would change now. I want to share those questions with you. I'm going to go ahead and read the questions first before I give any of my ideas or answers. Because I won't get into all the details of every answer, but maybe my vulnerability will help you as you think it, as you think through the questions. Oh, and if you want a copy of the questions for yourself, I have them waiting for you in the show notes. So let's get started. Number one. What is the one thing that I can do this year to increase my enjoyment of God? Number two. What is the most humanly impossible thing I will ask God to do this year? Number three. What is the single most important thing I can do to improve my family life this year? Number four, in which spiritual discipline or disciplines do I want to make progress this year? What will I do about it? Number five, what is the single biggest time waster in my life and what will I do about it? Number six, what is the most helpful new way I can help strengthen my church. Number seven, for whose salvation will I pray most fervently this year? Number eight, what is the most important way I will make this year different from last year? Number nine, what is one thing that I could do to improve my prayer life this year? Number 10, what single thing That I plan to do this year will matter most in 10 or eternity. And the last question, how can this year be my best year for the Lord? All right, so I said there were 10 questions. There were 11. I do know how to count, but sometimes math is hard. Let's go back through and If you don't want to be swayed or skewed by any of my thoughts or answers, go ahead, pause the podcast, come back to it later. If you want things to think about, well, here's what I'm working on. Number one, what is the one thing I can do this year to increase my enjoyment of God? (sighs) I thought through this one a little bit and... And I think the best answer I could come up with for me is to look for God. To really see who he is, how he is in every situation and orchestrating everything in my life. And just notice his character and consistently consistency through that. Number two. What is the most humanly impossible thing I will ask God to do this year? If you're like me, not every relationship is ideal. And sometimes I feel like throwing in the towel. (laughs) Which, oh yeah, that's a winner attitude. Um, So yes, restoring broken relationships. Number three. What is the single most important thing I can do to improve my family life this year? Okay, well, if you didn't already notice from what I said before, I think something that I can be doing, the most important thing I can be focusing on this year is serving without complaining because it can get very easy for me to think that no one cares and that my children leaving the place a mess is is their way of saying mom i don't care about you and i don't love you and i know that's that's not the case i know they love me but i can uh i can have a pity party every now and then and find myself complaining so i think for me working on my serving without complaining would be a way that I could improve our family life this year number four in which spiritual discipline or disciplines do I want to make progress this year and what will I do about it I would like to pray consistently and make a plan um I'm really good at a checklist to-do list and so if I have a plan or a a rhyme a method or something I'm I'm a lot more likely to keep up with it so that is that is my goal is to work on praying more consistently and I'm sure that's going to be the same goal for many number 5 what is the single biggest time waster in my life and what will I do about it There is a book that was on our church's recommended reading list a couple years ago. Actually, it was uh, going into 2020 when these questions were posed to our church. The book is 12 Ways Your Phone Is Changing You. Now you probably know exactly where that's going. Well, yes, I too am affected by having it all in my hands all the time. Well, and and I could make the excuses too. Oh, it's my calendar. It's it's everything, but really am I using it all the time for my calendar? I mean, often it is for a recipe. That is true. But but I do find myself um when I'm frustrated or overwhelmed, I like to sneak away to my social media land and just kind of keep scrolling through Instagram. I, I try to escape and wow, that's not good. So, that's that can be a pretty big time waster. So, my idea for how I will go about changing that I'm thinking I'm going to work on setting limits. I know I know there um there are different programs or apps that I could get. See, that's how techie I am. Programs or apps that I could get to um set time limits on these different apps. Um, I'll ask Josh. He knows everything. And I was also thinking I would only allow myself to do social media after I finish The work that I know that I have to get done for that day and not around or in front of my family because if I am with my family, I shouldn't be staring at my screen. So that's my plan. Number six, what is the most helpful new way I can strengthen my church? So I was thinking about sending encouraging notes And reaching out. I already like to send uh, snail mail. Just because it's more fun to get cards in the mail. But then I also tied in the reaching out. Because after, after my interview with my friend Molly. Which was a couple episodes back. It really had me thinking about how closed my focus is when I'm in church. I have the handful of people that... I know pretty well and those are kind of my people that I interact with and I walk be- I walk past hundreds of other people and I don't necessarily reach out and actually see who they are or try to get to know them. I, I lie to myself. Oh, surprise. I lie to myself that... I don't have time or my boys are too crazy or whatever. I ha- I have so many excuses. But I'm going to, my goal is to whew, work on reaching out and being more available and present for relationships. Number seven, for whose salvations will I pray most fervently this year? I put down our boys. I'm a little ashamed to say that <sighs> I don't pray about that as often as I would like. I don't think I'm alone in in not praying as much as I would like. But specifically for our boys' eternal destiny. I I mean, wow, this is really convicting. I just want to be even more specific and intentional about praying for them in that area this year. Number eight, what is the most important way that I will make this year different from last year? I want to be content with where God has me. It's easy to look around and see others' life situations their opportunities, their families. I want to be content with where God has me because it's not a mistake and he has me here for a purpose. So that's, I want to be more content. I think that would be a a big step up from last year. Number nine, what one thing could I do to improve my prayer life this year? Well, here it goes again. (laughs) I want to set aside consistent time and also journal because my brain can just kind of flutter away and get easily distracted and thrown off onto who knows what. It's amazing, actually. And I think I know that for me, journaling can help me stay focused and it can also give me that opportunity to come back to it and see how God has been working and moving in my life and the lives of others. Number 10. What single thing that I plan to do this year will matter most in 10 or eternity? That's hard. Because especially in eternity, I think, well, goodness, I made bread today. Is that going to matter in eternity? <laughs> how how am I, insignificant me, going to do something to matter in eternity? Yeah, so um, what I came up with after thinking it through, I, I think that I want to make the goal or the priority, I suppose, to read the Bible with our boys daily. They already have a memorization program that they're in, and so I want to keep up with that and keep not just memorizing hand-picked, Verses, but explaining and reading the context with them of those verses so that it's not just memorizing that verse but actually understanding the overall meaning and context of where that verse is and surrounding the verses surrounding it. I think that reading with them daily is something that will matter and change um, 10 years from now and eternity. The last question, how can this year be my best year for the Lord? I am very good at thinking I've got it all together and then losing my cool when it all falls apart. I can't be alone in that either. Please don't let me be alone in that. Um, I think I can make this year my best year for the Lord if I focus on his strength and not work in my own strength. Because I am broken and I am sinful and he is not. And how many verses do I know? I know so many passages about how God is our our rock and our refuge and, and he's our ever-present help and he's our strength in times of trial and struggle. And I don't tap into that nearly as much as I should. So go ahead, think through those questions for yourself and take time to actually give it some solid thought maybe these these are questions that you could talk through with a friend or a spouse but just take some time with these i think that this is going to really help me and i hope it can help you too i truly hope you had a wonderfully gentle holiday with those you love This next year is another great opportunity to spread love and kindness with those around us. If you need to revisit the 10 questions from today's episode, I'll make sure to include them in the show notes.